The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Thank you for downloading the Sun Ranto Show. Uh, if you would like to receive this show early and also completely ad-free, well, then won't you subscribe at Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Sunranto, S-O-N-R-A-N-T-O, Patreon.com slash Sunranto. The link is in the show notes. Uh, I made it easy for you. You get the show early, ad-free. You get access to our show notes with all of the matchups and... Um, I don't know what else to tell you. It's how the show stays on the air. There are a hundred people who have decided to become Patreon patrons, and we love them. And the people that aren't Patreon patrons, mm, not so much. So why don't you become a Patreon patron? Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Enjoy the show and all the ads because you're not paying to not hear them. And um, here's the show. Why, hello there. Um, it's a Sunranto preview show. The kind of the first one of the year because we had the Pirates preview show with Brian kind of connected to our season preview show. But this is just going to be its own little concise preview of a of a three game series uh, at Wrigley Fields, the second series of the year. And uh, welcome to Mr. Eric Wheelow. Let me play the song. Now, were you ever able to find this song anywhere? I haven't yet. You haven't I, yet? I got to go, go on a deeper dive. Yeah, I don't know really how, they, how they're spelling Wheelow. You know, yeah. it's probably not the same as you. Everybody spells mine incorrectly, but it, and then I do the asshole I before E except after C, but people spell it W-E. Yeah, but there's a C there's a C in Eric, and it screws up everybody's mind, and they're like, That's "Oh, true. Eric Wheelow." So, I think and, we just fly to Jamaica and we try to just find who who wrote the song. Yeah, you exactly. Know? Hey, you yeah. know the Wheelow Wheelow guys? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he owes me forty dollars. Yeah, they live next to the Wooly Bully guys. <laughs> so, uh, well, I should tell everybody uh, who doesn't know that Eric Wheelow is a Brewers fan, and that's why he's on the show. He's wearing a Brewers hat. Your uh, first the, place, Milwaukee Brewers. Yeah, I, I, Cubs couldn't be more buried in the standings on a, on today, today than the, than they are right now. So that's their one game back, which is the most you can be. Um, but we, I know, Eric, you texted me and you said, hey, can we talk about this when we do our preview show? Uh, Angel Hernandez, you wanted to talk about how he is uh, legally now a, a, officially a bad umpire. He's officially a bad up. Uh, so if you, if you don't know the story of Angel Hernandez, he has not been allowed to umpire a World Series game since 2005. But by and far, he is known around the country as the worst umpire in all of Major League Baseball. Like my girlfriend 
has maybe watched three games in her life and I went, who's the worst umpire in baseball? She'd be like, Angel Hernandez. That's who it is. But so he sued the league uh, for racial discrimination, claiming that it was his Cuban heritage and Joe Torre discriminating against him for the reasons that he's not getting promoted or doing the World Series. Uh, so it went to court, and the court case came back, and the judge simply ruled <laughs> that he sucks at fucking yeah. being an umpire. Sorry, buddy. It, it, yeah. it wasn't the race thing. It was literally like I saw the tapes. I watched <laughs> you call balls and strikes. I saw that one play at second base, and you're just bad. And oh, that's my. why you didn't get to do the World Series. I just – the ego of this man to – just being known worldwide. Like every time he's behind the plate, he trends on Twitter. And to think that like, it's not my job performance at all, at all. Like, how could you be that, that not that self-aware of yourself? Like, and how does this guy still have a job? Because of the umpire union, I think is basically <laughs> why, I mean, there's a lot of guys. I, I think people would say the same thing about somebody like CB Buckner, yeah. uh, who's cri- who I call criminally blind Buckner. <laughs> That's what CB stands for. And then, you know, he's just terrible. And there's other guys that – West. You know, yeah, well, Joe West. I mean, the thing about it that's weird about Joe West is that the players like him. And yeah. they're like, well, he's no nonsense. You know where you stand with the guy. So they respect that, you know, out of a, an old-timer like Joe West. But, you know, there there are a few others like, you know, Tim Timmons maybe is bad. Like uh, what's uh, Larry Vanover. <laughs> or isn't that his name? Yeah, that's, that's Larry. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, And if you've heard of the umpire – He's likely a terrible umpire. Yeah. Because everybody else, like, you know, I, I I don't even know who was in yesterday's game, but I guarantee there's, like, two names that I've never even heard in my life. That means they're fucking great. Like, they're great. They, yeah. yeah this is a sport where people in this country barely know the players. If you're an umpire and they know you, you're doing something terribly wrong. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like, most people don't know who Mike Crowd is in the country no. just because he plays on the stupid Angels and nobody cares about the Angels. But there's, there's YouTube videos with millions of views that have gone viral of Angel Hernandez awful calls. Like, yeah. This guy missed three calls in a playoff game one time that went to replay and got overturned. Can you imagine? That's like spending six months on like a presentation at work and then showing up to it and then showing up late and then like spilling coffee on your computer and then shitting on the floor at the end of it. You know? Like- <laughs> um, you know, like I'm looking up yesterday's umpires in the Cubs Pirates game. Uh, Mark Wagner. I've heard of him, but okay. I don't have too much of an opinion. Chris Guccione. Heard of him, have no opinion, probably a pretty good umpire. The Gooch. Yeah. Ramon de Jesus, never heard of him. Never that heard of him. That means he might be one of the best umpires in the he, world. He could have umpired the World Series last year. Yeah, I, and we don't I would not know. know. I wouldn't yeah. even know. And then Alan Porter, who I've also kind of heard of, also an excellent umpire. So that was a really well-officiated game yesterday with those non-household names of yeah. umpires. And they're so good. <laughs> they said, you know what, we're going we're gonna to put you in the – the, the much uh, advertised Pirates-Cubs game, you know? <laughs> exactly. Um, well, let, I, we should say, because this is a preview show, and we're trying to preview where the teams are right now, uh, that the Cubs did lose their opening uh, game and against the Oh God! Against the Pirates, uh, you know, it's just embarrassing. And it, if you listen to the Pirates preview, uh, which with Brian, he he said, and we kind of both agreed that if we were going to drop one, it was going to be opening day. Just judging by like 
how it was lining up and how the Cubs did uh, against uh, Chad Cool, even though they got to him before, but it's just Hendricks sucks against the Pirates for some reason. And uh, boy, and it was cold, so it really could have gone anyway. Cubs lose 5-3, but that game, it was kind of one of those. <sighs> I mean, the Cubs walked 11 guys uncharacteristically uh, in many respects, but it was so, it was like 34 degrees outside with the, in, in the twenties in the wind chill, nobody could grip the balls. So it was really just like whoever could like push shit across the plate was going to win that game, you know, cause nobody could really play well. And then make sure that Chatwood still wasn't on your team. Like there was, yeah, so many was like, yeah, he's in the pen again. So yeah, yeah, it was, again. Yeah. no, it was bad. I mean, the Cubs used eight, pitchers um Hendricks only lasted three walked three that's really uncharacteristic for him um Workman we don't really know much about he walked two Jason Adam walked two and everybody else walked one but it was like a we saw the whole bullpen and it wasn't good Uh, and uh, it kind of was the same thing for the Pirates uh But except for uh, this was a really sad thing. I'm sure we'll bitch about it on Sunday when we do our regular show is that uh, Dwayne Underwood Jr., who was like kind of a a 4A guy on the Cubs for years. They fight. He ran out of options. They get rid of him. He comes in in the fourth and struck out the side. Strikes out three. Yeah, because he he picked up with the Pirates. And I was like, oh, you got to be fucking kidding me. So it was not a good day for Chicago, but it was a great day. They'll trade for the they'll, Brewers. Yeah, they're going to trade Dwayne Underwood back to you at some point. I know, and we'll give up prospects for <laughs> yeah. him because he's like you know like a Cy Young candidate. Um, <laughs> <laughs> typical, but uh, yeah, for the the Brewers beat the Twins, and you were telling me right before we went live that it was a, a really boring game, and and then it ended as as well as it could. Heroics in the ninth, Brewers score three in the ninth. It it was what five to two. And then they came back in the ninth to tie it and then scored one with that abomination of a rule uh, in the 10th inning with, what was it? They put Lorenzo Cain on second. Yep. Nevaez, the new catcher, singled uh, him over to third. And then a uh, fielder's choice scored him. The, but the uh, Wood, of, Woodruff only of, pitched four. He only pitched four. Um, I mean, he talked after the game and said uh, just didn't really – have command of the zone the way he wanted to. And he just thinks he didn't call the game right. So he wasn't setting his pitches up the way he would like to. Um, I mean, with Narvaez, I, th- I know a lot of guys in the media here were saying he didn't call a great game with Woodruff. They got away from the fastball. They got a little bit too cute. And I mean, the guy's pumping 99. He's got to blow up by people. So I think it's a learning experience for him. I mean, the game was close enough to keep us competitive. And with the off day today, it let us bring in Willie Peralta, and he went a couple innings and blanked him and kept us in it and allowed us to come back at the end there. Yeah, so Willie Peralta was in this game, but he will also be starting. Freddie, Freddie Peralta, sorry. Yeah, yeah, he'll also – yeah, what did you call him? I said Willie Peralta. He's an oh, old oh, Freddie Oh, Peralta. yeah, yeah, Freddie. Yeah, Freddie yeah. Uh, yeah, Freddy is not Willie. But you used to have Willie, too. We did have Willie Peralta. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah, he was our opening a- st- our opening day starter at one year, and then uh, wasn't even on the team at the end of it. So, yeah, that's the, that's the Brewers for you. That's yeah. how you do pitching. But uh, yeah, so Freddie Peralta was in this game, and he's also starting, I believe, game two in this upcoming Cubs Brewers series. And then we'll also see Woodruff, but we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, you said uh, Josh Hader had himself quite a game, dude. 
Hater came in and just the amount of the little amount of respect people have for this extra innings rule. Josh, after the game, he said he didn't he forgot that there was gonna be a runner on second when he came out. And then he was like kind he of forgot? surprised. Is, he forgot is, he forgot about the rule. Well he good, because it's a stupid fucking it's rule. It's a stupid rule. But you that's how badass this guy is. He's like and then he's like, you know what? I I wish they would just put him on third base because then I wouldn't have to mess with the signs with the catcher as much. Dude, he came out, <laughs> struck out the side. Struck out the side. I mean, he hit 100 miles an hour at one point for the first time in his career. Three straight Ks on 11 pitches. And how awesome it was. He struck out uh, Estadillo and, uh, what is it, Erez? And these know. guys I, have a 4.1. Deal, Luis Arreyes. Yeah. Uh, Luis Arreyes. 4.1 career K average and an 8.2% uh, career K average strikes him out back to back. That's it's absurd. Yeah. Uh, well, and that's what the Cubs don't have. And that's why I hate this rule so much because we don't, I mean, it's supposed to be Kimbrel, yeah. but I mean, in spring training, like we have like a pitch to contact closer. And I'm like, I get it that like slow is the new fast in some ways. It's like kind of why we're sitting with Zach Davies right now. We, like, we got him going on and he's, you know, one of those kind of more finessey pitchers like a Kyle Hendricks. So, you know, you're not going to turn around that slow stuff quite as easily because uh, if you get a hold, if you can get a hold of a Josh Hader fastball, it can go a long way. Just turn yeah. it if you can if you can turn that around. But, uh, it, you know, that we don't have a guy who's going to miss bats. We just don't. And so we're really screwed at if we go extra innings with anybody because we don't yeah, have that and dude. It's, and it's, it's relievers. I mean, they're coming in cold. It's one spike pitch that guy's on third base. And then you really need to blow him away with one out, right? And you need those blow-by guys. And I think that's advantage Brewers. And the change-up pitcher we do have, Williams, I mean, he's unhittable. So it's like we got flamethrowers in our bullpen, which I think advantage Brewers, you know, going into extra innings games. Yeah, I, I think that's right. And uh, the the uh, Cubs, they managed to strike out uh, 13 times yesterday uh, and well, against four walks. So – even though it was freezing cold, we had, we had a couple of hat tricks. Baez struck out three times, left three on base. Hayward struck out three times and did his classic roll over to second base a little bit. So it was it wasn't good. A couple when you got a couple hat tricks, uh, whereas the Brewers managed to strike out a bunch of people yesterday. I'm just kind of comparing two games that yeah. were playing together. But 17 Ks on the day, 17 total Ks on the day oh, against a team that battles. Man, like the Twins are a great hitting team. Man, the, yeah. like top They're- one of the tops in the AL. I mean, to get 17 Ks, you pat yourself on the back coming out of spring chain and doing that to a team like that. So. I'm jacked, man. That, that was exciting. And the fact that the Brewers only struck out nine times for us, I mean, a lot of years, a lot of Ks. And yeah. we were battling a lot of long at-bats, like just fighting pitches off. I know Shaw in a big spot to walk a – Travis Shaw to walk in a run. I think it was like a nine-pitch at-bat, ten-pitch at-bat. And just having Colt Luan at the top of the lineup and finally seeing him in a real game, it's just – it sets the tone, man. And we – got to the starting pitcher and were able to get get his pitch count up and get to that bullpen and ultimately that's what won the game for us. Yeah, Maeda started Maeda, that yeah. Game. Yeah. six hits. Uh he gave up in four point one innings and managed to strike out five against you, but still you got to him uh making contact. And then the thing I'm looking at Freddie Peralta who is a game two starter next Tuesday, uh he gave up two hits, no runs 
uh, walked three, which you don't like to see, but maybe missed in all that. And I don't think you realize that he did this. He, he pitched two innings and he, all the outs were strikeouts. Yeah. Six Ks. Six another, Ks. Another yes. blow by guy. And he's really working in this new slider. So I think just working with different pitches and trying to fool batters is going to be a lot of the walks. And we're going to get that out of him this year, but he has the stuff to just come with that firepower and get himself out of it. So I don't think this is a young guy that's afraid to have a few ducks on the pond and he trusts his stuff enough to get out of stuff like that. And I think that's what you're going to see in this Cubs series. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's why I think that's why they're being picked by just about everybody to take the central. And, you know, the Cubs only managed two hits yesterday, uh, which the, the bleacher bum band has more hits than, than the Cubs. You know, I swear we got at least three, you know, if you, if you look at our Spotify plays. Uh, so, it, it, you know, it's, uh, it's a sad state of affairs on the north side if it continues. I'm going to throw yesterday's game away in my brain just because it was so cold that I feel like that game. It took five hours too, because they were like uh, they couldn't move. You know, like they and, were like, "What a turn!" <laughs> and how mad are you guys that one of those hits came from Sogard? Because you guys just hate this dude at this point, right? I know, I know. Yeah. We hate him, and he's on our team. I, every yeah. time I see his name in the lineup, that he's like one for two, and I'm like, damn it! Yeah, I'm like oh, I'm like oh, that's right, he's on us. You know, if you put glasses on, you'd kind of look like him. Oh God! If you yeah. put the nerd glasses on. Well, the only difference between me and Eric Sogard is I, I just got my second vax shot about four <laughs> hours ago, and Eric Sogard and his wife have like nineteen children, and none of them even have rubella vaccines yeah. in them. So, like, they're, they're getting homeschooled. You know, they're, they're just they're, they're just going Old Testament for for their learning. <laughs> I think. So that'll be fun. And then the other thing that you said happened in the – what happened with the sausage race? Yes. Oh, <laughs> the entitlement of fans. It's like you see it everywhere you go. Like everybody walks in the stadium. You're like, I'm just happy to be here. It's great to see baseball. <laughs> tears in their you know, eyes. Yeah. yeah, tears in their eyes. Like, oh, I've waited a whole year for this. Finally with my dad at the ballpark, I'm spreading his ashes. Just happy to be here. Whatever you're doing at the stadium. And that seventh inning sausage race. And they put it on the fucking Jumbotron as just a graphic package, and they boo the hell out of it. Oh, good. They boo it. <laughs> Dude, listen, there's no reason they can't be racing sausages out there. You know what I mean? None at all. Because, first of all, the sausage costume is a mask in and of itself. So if, yeah. if like, Chorizo's got the vid and he's in the sausage, he's not going to be spreading it over to the French one. And the, who's, the, who's the baker guy? The baker, that's the Italian sausage. The Italian sausage. Why, yeah. why would they want? Why does it make them look like that? Because it's like Chef Boyardee. Uh, like Chef Boyardee. It's just, you know, they like, you know. They, so they just, get, that will be canceled soon enough, okay? I was going to say, just wait. Yeah, it's already a, culture will come for the sausages very soon. Yeah, it's, <laughs> a, it's a derivative of a, an already played stereotype. Yeah. <laughs> it's I'm a waiting for ice to meet the ball. <laughs> How does Mario still exist in this universe? That's what I want to know. It's a me. <laughs> it's me, your Mario. Yeah. He's yeah, going to well, go back to Jumpman soon enough. And then, you know, that was I, his I, original name. I think it'll last a little bit longer just because, you know, you you don't really see a lot of Italian people like having trouble getting jobs and stuff like that. You know, it's doesn't, well, it doesn't seem like they have an issue with, uh, with like, the stereotypes don't seem to be hurting them well, at all. Well, I know one Italian that has an issue on his hands, and his name's Joe Torre, and that issue is Angel Hernandez, so. <laughs> <laughs> well, not anymore. In court of law decided that oh, Angel's just bad. He's, oh, what are they doing? He's, he's contesting it. He's going to come back and uh, 
Sorry, I forgot to tell that. He's appealing the he's appealing the case. So oh, he is. Yeah, he's, I'm I'm not bad. I'm, not uh, bad. I'm looking at the umpire from umpires from uh, your games uh, yesterday. Uh, Kerwin Danley behind Kerwin. the plate. Yeah, so he's he's probably kind of bad because I've kind of heard of him a lot. Yeah. Um, CB Buckner at first, like famously terrible, and then a couple good ones. People I never heard of: Chad Fairchild and Adam Hamari. <laughs> I've heard Excellent. of I've heard of Fairchild, very respected. But I think you need those two guys because two of those, the, the first two you mentioned, like they have a reputation. They're quite aggressive. They don't take any crap. Like you talk back, it's, it's, uh, you're tossed. It's a quick, it's a quick hook. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, you know what I, I want to bring up too is, and I heard this is, uh, Craig Council is the longest tenured, uh, manager. Really? In, in the National League. Yeah. Wow. Uh, that doesn't surprise me because he's done a lot with a little for a long time. And I mean, call me. I would argue one of the best managers in baseball. Quietly so. Yes. Yeah, it's why we I, hate I, him. I know. <laughs> like, so I think I'm going to be more on the Craig Council trade here because I don't think he gets enough praise from Brewers fans, and I don't think he gets enough praise around the league. But that's because he plays. You know, he manages the Brewers, so that's to be expected. But let's give this guy his due, man. Well, you know, the the Brewers are kind of like the Mariners of the Midwest in a way. You know, it's like you don't think about them at all. Yeah. And, and, like, if, if you live in California, I'm sure that you don't meet a lot of other – you probably meet Cub fans all the time, Yankee oh, yeah. fans, uh, Red Sox fans, uh, and obviously the West Coast teams as well. But, like, if you're from somewhere else, I, I you probably don't know – you probably don't see a lot of Brewers hats on people. No, but I, I wear my Brewers hat. People say I love the emblem, and then they go, I really like your team. You guys are cute. It's like this, like your cute little team you got over they there. They have no idea here. who's on your team. No. They have no. They have no clue. Uh, you know, they maybe heard of Christian Yelich only because of the bud eating incident. And like, I don't. I don't think they could point to where Milwaukee is on a map. To be honest no. with you, no. no. They're no. like, isn't that somewhere in Michigan? Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> Southern Canada, right? Yeah, your Southern Canadian Canada. team. Yeah, might as well be. Uh, so. I, I did write down some numbers. This is kind of from our uh, preview of the season, but uh, the Cubs and Milwaukee were pretty below league average uh, as far as uh, their offense went. Homers were below league average. OPS was down. Uh, Cubs were second to last in stolen bases. And um, uh, the, the Milwaukee struck out a shit ton. The Cubs struck out a shit ton. Uh, they they both walked quite a bit. Both teams walked uh, like in the top ten of the league. Uh, so I, I know that you would maybe characterize your offense as slightly improved over last year because of uh, the addition of well, maybe not Jackie Bradley as junior, but definitely Colton Wong seems to be an upgrade. Yeah, Colton Wong and just uh, having video back in the dugout again that people can watch. Kristen Yelich looks like himself again. Uh, Travis Shaw came in yesterday had. Two huge hits. I think he had three RBIs total in that game and pretty much won it for us. And he had a bounce back here for Toronto. And if he can come back to form and hit 30 home runs like he did for the Brewers a couple of years ago, that's going to be huge at third base. I mean, a lot of people were disappointed that we didn't get a, a Turner from uh, the Dodgers. I mean, he mm-hmm. was never going to come here, but we we're in the mix. And that was a big hole there. And I mean, Travis Shaw coming in, filling that spot, it's going to be awesome. Yeah, if you could actually have the guy who you got to play the position yeah. be good at it and fit for you. But he really fell off a cliff for a while there. Um, and we got Avi Garcia. He lost 20 pounds, and he tore it up in spring. He had two hits yesterday. Uh, Christian Yelich had that liner, that 
you know, brought in, brought in a run. Um, who else has been raking? Uh, and then we got Lorenzo Cain coming back. Who didn't God, play I'm so jealous. Year. There's just so, so much de- depth on this team, and it's there's depth uh, for our batters, and there's depth in our bullpen, man. And there's a lot of options with a lot of the guys that are there. Okay, I did a Reds preview with these uh, these comedians. They're called the 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 new nasty boys, and Ooh. and and I said, you know, dude, like, why did you go for it in 2020? And then in 2021, you're like, nah, we'll just let the Brewers yeah. take it with 85 wins. Like, it's like, what are you doing? Because there's not a powerhouse in the in the division. All it would take is like, you know, probably one or two players, maybe spending 20 million bucks or 20, you know, 25 million bucks. That Cubs could afford it uh, uh, over all the teams because we have the room in the set before the hitting the quote unquote salary cap, which is, you know, not a salary cap they say, but it could have done it. Like the Cubs could have gotten somebody to make this lineup a lot more formidable. Instead, you're letting like the brewers run away with it by just like, okay, well, I guess we'll take that guy. We'll take him. We'll take Jackie Bradley off the table. We'll take Colton Wong off the table. And it's just like, I understand that uh, the future of our second base situation is not Colton Wong is probably Nico Horner, but then they sent his ass down and got so guard. So you're like, why not just like short up? How many years did you give Colton? Colton Wong? I think it's a three-year deal. So I mean I don't know like if you it looks like you're letting yeah. looks like you're letting Javi go so why not why not just you know you didn't resign him so you get Nico you throw him over at shortstop he's a great defender you know if you got it if you're gonna play it that way but then you get Colton Colton and Javi up the middle or Colton and uh, uh, Horner up the middle eventually or, or they got depth at shortstop they, you know who knows what we could see there but well, all I'm saying is like it's really frustrating to see that the Brewers got all these dudes and the Cubs didn't do shit and that's how the red dude, the Reds guys felt about it. They're like, I don't understand why we we're, didn't we're, do anything. I don't either, and I, I don't get it why you didn't do it with these guys that you had coming off that World Series. I mean, it's it's I, I I like just comparing it to like the Packers in a weird way. It's like Aaron Rodgers. The biggest complaint is that we're not signing people and putting them with great people to put us over the top. And that window closes. It's closed for a long time, and we know how hard it is to get back to it. To get yeah. back to that point. And for you guys, it's, I don't see a vision. I don't see a path. I don't understand what's happening. I don't understand who you're resigning, what you're saving the money for. And even if you bring it yeah. back, it just feels like you're just holding serve. You're going to keep a couple of your core guys, but does that improve the team? I don't even know if we will keep anybody. Yeah. Like they didn't, they, they couldn't even get a deal done with Anthony Rizzo. It's all the talk here in Chicago, but what an insult that offer was is five years, 70 million or something like that. And, you know, that's so far undervalues what he brings to the team. And granted, he's going to age, but he's not shown any sign of decline as far as his bat, as his bat goes. Like he, not uh, even a little bit. He's playing first base, which granted, he's, it's an athletic position. You got to be athletic to be over there, but like, it's less athletic than shortstop or center field or catcher. Yeah. Like, you know, it's a first baseman. Like you can't just put anybody over there, but even if, even if he does lose a step or two over there, he's still a gold glover. Like he can do the job, like sign this man. He does. He already took a team friendly deal and they're just, they couldn't get it done. Like, you know, maybe the, I don't know what it would take to get him to do it, but you know, what they gave him was about, I mean, people are saying like that's about half of what he's worth. Yeah, is what they offered him. So it's like, 
It's it's not cute what's happening. It's Fans a slap in the off. face, and it's a continuous slap in the face. And if yeah. I was him, I would just continue to follow Theo and just go work for the front office, you know, uh, yeah. Major League Baseball. Because um, I don't want to see him anymore. I don't want to play him. No. <laughs> Are uh, you guys yeah. missing Joe Madden? Are the <laughs> is it is no. is there off with your head with with Ross yet? No, we wanted we wanted Madden gone. Okay, really that last year because it was it was obvious that the bloom was off the rose with that shtick. You know, yeah. the zoo, the zoo animals and the magicians in the locker room. It was just like, okay, that was cute when all, they were all rookies and 25 and hey, it's fun. There's a magician. And then like Joe Madden's <laughs> like, you know, these guys, now they have like a couple kids and they're like, oh, well, it's the same magician from my kid's third birthday party. Like, I don't want to see that guy. Like, he's <laughs> like, yeah, but I. But wine, I'm a wine guy. I'm cool. I drink on weekdays. <laughs> like, yeah. Well, let me look at the Angels, man. They signed a bunch of people. They st- didn't do shit. Still either. They got freaking the best player of baseball and they're dog shit. They, you know, they, they refuse to get pitchers. Yeah, they refuse have to get all the pitchers in the world. But it, you know what wins in this league? It's pitching, and they refuse to sign it. I don't know what their problem yeah. is. Yeah. So I don't miss Joe Madden. I think you know he's obviously a good manager. Can be a real team builder. But you know David Ross. You know, we it'll be hard for us to get to turn on him because you know Grandpa Rossi and the Dancing with the Stars and all that stuff. But you know, it'll happen because Chicago, yeah. like, we'll we turn you know we'll turn on our grandmothers. You know, in are no time. The, are we slowly getting into the Dale Swain years of the Cubs? Is that what's happening? Here? Well, we didn't think that was going to be the case, but it really does seem like that's the direction. And and you know, they said what they were going to do. They're like, okay, we're going to win the world. We're going to build this team. We're going to redo Wrigley. We're going to uh, win the World Series. And uh, then the other thing that they said in public, well, not in public public, but in the private emails that were leaked to about buying the team was that, uh, oh, well, you know, those drunks out in Chicago, they don't care. They'll just come out and just they like day baseball. We'll have a bunch of day games. We'll just sign a bunch of like dudes at the end of their contract. They're, they're just rooting for the laundry out there. They'll, we can ride that 2016 thing forever and we can and they'll pack this place no matter if they're in fifth place or first. And, it, you know, it doesn't matter. But I don't feel like. I, they said that they told their dad oh, first. that's why we're going to buy the Cubs because no matter what, it's a win-win situation. They're in there, win or lose. And I, to some extent that's true. It's but, true. But I for think years. <laughs> yeah. But it's less true at the current prices. That is what was not, I think factored in because Rich guys think a banana costs eighty dollars. You know what I mean? They're like, oh, just charge them eighty dollars. Everybody's got eighty dollars. Well, guess what? Nobody has fucking eighty dollars <laughs> at all. Like no. eighty dollars is actually a lot of money to most humans. They're like, oh, eighty bucks. I don't think that's a little steep for a ticket. You know, and you certainly can't bring a family of four. That it'd be like you know a week's fucking pay for half these people to bring your family out there and buy them a, a you know a, a coke and a, some popcorn out there. So it's. I think that's a miscalculation, and I and I think eventually they're gonna have to. There were four or five years in a row where they got the best free agent there was to get, and then yep. the last four years has been we didn't get anything, and so it's stupid. You're currently twelfth in baseball on payroll as a Cubs fan. Where do you expect to be every year? Well, they told us this is what they told us: top five in spending every year, and you we should. Be. 
Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Big market team. Because that's why we're showing up. Because we don't mind showing up and be like, all right, it's 50 bucks, whatever, and get in. We don't mind paying more for tickets than the average people. But you better be putting that shit on the field. You know? Yeah. And they couldn't. I granted, we're, granted. And the, the time when so many guys are taking those one-year deals, two-year deals with the player option on the second year because they don't know what the future is going to be. Like, this is a time to make a splash because this money doesn't stick forever. You're not invested wholeheartedly. And the Brewers took that approach. I mean, we're cutting money on the sausage race employees, but we're putting it into players, you know? I mean, <laughs> yeah, they cut everything. I mean, it, yeah. yesterday uh, they – the you know the fan giveaway usually on opening day is a magnet schedule, Ooh. and I don't know, I don't, I don't think they they handed that out yesterday. I don't think they did. So we saved money on that, but they did hand out masks and hand sanitizer, and Ooh. I'm like, great, uh, you know that would have been nice maybe last year <laughs> we could have used it last year instead we argued about masks and hand sanitizer. Now we got and it, and here's the the fucking stupidest thing of it all. I'm all for handing out masks and hand sanitizer. It was a gray mask. wasn't blue. Did no Cubs logo on it. And it, it's from Advocate Healthcare, who oh, is God. their partner, it, who's their business partner anyway. So it's she, like, it's the shit, man. Yeah, it doesn't even say Cubs. And I, cause, uh, my girlfriend had one. She's like, Oh, the Cubs gave us this yesterday when we went in. They went into the game for five innings before they couldn't take it. No, she lasted three with my mom lasted only three innings. And my sister only lasted five innings because the game was dragging. It was freezing. Yeah. And, um, but, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I was like, Oh, it doesn't say Cubs on it. Oh, cool. New Cubs mask. Nope. There's a gray fucking mask. It's a little hand sandy on a, on a, uh, a, a fastener that you could put on your belt, like your keys. Well, it seems like things are trending up for you guys. So that's no, great. it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't seem that way at all. <laughs> <laughs> and, and even like last year, I'll go through the pitching. Like, you know, both teams were top half of the league, uh, very close in, as far as like team ERA goes. Uh, the Cubs were a little bit better with the 399 team ERA to the Brewers 416. Uh, the Brewers did not give up the long ball at all last year. And I don't know, what do you attribute that to? The, the, how you use the fans to, to blow, yeah, uh, to, the, uh, to, to blow in from blow the, in. the center field. Yeah at home and then both teams averaging walks uh brewers were third in strikeouts though and it seems like you're still doing that so cubs were basically strike out a shit ton so that we don't match up well i don't know we love love playing you guys yeah i i the thing is this year is we're not going to strike out as much because those games where we play each other it's k city man yeah and we ended up going five and five yeah uh, even though outscoring the brewers by 18 runs. I outscored you by 18 and uh, still went five and five. Like that is so typical. It's like, oh, yeah, sure. We'll let you blow us out 12 to one. Yeah. But uh, those four, three games, we got a back end closer and a back end bullpen that's going to shut, shut your ass down. So that's, then we won a lot of games late in the season when it mattered for us and, you yeah. know, essentially got us into the playoff there. Yeah, well, the fat lot of good it did any of us because no. <laughs> nobody wanted a goddamn game. It's a chain of the Cardinals. <laughs> and so I was talking to the, the the Reds guys too. They, you know, I felt stupid because we only scored one run in the, yeah. in the in our two game wild card. Uh, the Reds they didn't score any. <laughs> they scored nothing. Oh my God. And then did you see him yesterday? He gave up six runs in the first inning, man, to the Cards. Oh God, brutal. No, oh, it's just a brutal team. Yeah, I mean the the season is already terrible for yeah. us. I mean, it's it's really kind of over already. I don't even know why we play the rest of the games. Uh, uh, and I, then 
Defensively, you improved considerably from last year. 100%. yeah, it just, you know, with Jackie Bradley out there in center. Did he play yesterday? Because he's not starter starter, uh, is he? No, he's coming off a little bit of an injury, right. uh, and he got a late start to spring training, so we're slowly working him in. Uh, he did get up, and he had one pinch hit, and he did not get on base with that. But uh, So we'll work him in. He'll get his starts. They're going to rotate him around. I mean, the big question mark on our team defensively is Kesson here at first. Not a big target, not a lot of range. Um but luckily, we have a solid infield with, you know, Arcia and Urias at short, and Colton Long's going to be consistent, and Travis Shaw's got a good cannon over at third base. So I think you're going to have accurate throws, and they'll kind of cover that difference that might might have happened with the poor offense or defense in that infield. Otherwise, yeah. Well, and we saw that a little bit yesterday. I mean, we're going to talk about this on Sunday on the regular show, but uh, you know, they the Cubs broke camp without Nico Horner, who's a Who's a, it? They want him to be get more reps down in Triple uh, A, which is or Double A, wherever. No, Triple A probably where they're going to send him. Uh, but there is no Triple A right now for another month, so it, he won't be back up for quite a bit. I'd, and so they broke with David Bodie, and there were a couple plays like a, a missed double play that got that could have been turned that wasn't. So David Bodie did not turn that. There was another play where he kind of botched something. It, it wouldn't not a an error, but it wasn't, you know, balls getting through that maybe don't get through if Horner's playing there. And you see when you can compare those things, you're like, well, that guy's got the range and that guy doesn't. And when the, the bad one is out there, it's frustrating when those balls get through. Like yeah. Pirates are a team like that. Death by a thousand cuts. They're going to be up there making contact against our slow stuff. And if our plan of attack is having awesome defense behind pitch to contact, weak sauce, you know, weak sauce hitting, and then you don't have anybody out there that can defend against it, you know. <laughs> I mean, what's the point of having a pitch-to-contact team if you don't have a second baseman that's getting the balls? And you start building that chemistry on the infield day one, man. You're working with the guys you have. And when you bring Nico back up, it's like adding a – not a free agent. They've been together before. But it takes some time, man. Get that timing down. Get everything yeah. going again. It's a Who restart. Knows? And now a quick word from our sponsor. Us. Did you know that the Sun Ranto Show has a website? It's called sunranto.com, and there's a, a place you can click and go on sunranto.com called sunranto.com slash shopping. And every time you buy something from Amazon or the MLB shop or the NFL shop or the NBA shop or Lids or MLS, NHL, sports memorabilia, Reebok, StubHub, Bear Mattress, Vibrators, Condoms, Zazzle, Wine, Beer, or Audible... Did you know that you could support the show? Well, you can. So go to sunranto.com slash shopping and make sure you click our links and think of us when you're about to buy shit you were going to buy anyway because uh, we could really use uh, the money because it costs us money to make the show. And basically by you downloading the show, we only got a penny, which isn't really very much. And uh, someday uh, we'll quit because of you who didn't support us. So either go to patreon.com slash sunranto and pay us a dollar a month in order to get this show early and ad free, or at least do the right thing. And when you shop at Amazon or the MLB shop or buy tickets through StubHub, buy them through us. That would be awesome. And I would really appreciate it because uh, that that money, it, it trickles in. It's a dollar here, a dollar there. But when it all adds up at the end of the year, it's it's like $50. And that's really helpful. 
Um, we're working on lots of new ad campaigns, so you'll be excited about that um, through um, our sponsors, Armchair Sports. And uh, boy, we got a lot of great stuff coming up, so you're going to love all the crap we're going to be talking about. The Locker Room app, we got sunglasses ads coming up, eBay sneakers is going to come back, Bet Online is renegotiating a contract with us. So you're going to have to listen to all that crap. And if you don't want to listen to that before... Uh, you know, it, it comes back. Well, I would suggest becoming a Patreon patron. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. Get all the shows early and ad free. The link to subscribe is in the show notes. Uh, as we speak, just like look inside your podcatcher. Um, you, yeah, you get your own RSS feed. You paste it into your uh, little podcatcher. And within no time, you are listening to the Sunranto show with no ads like this one at all. It is honestly the best way to support uh, Cubs podcasters like me, Crawley, Michael, and all the people we put on the show. We put in a lot of time, and uh, we hope that you appreciate it. So why don't you join the 100 other people that have jumped jumped on our uh, Patreon campaign. There's perks at every level. You can get this Ranter calendar. You can get the music from uh, me and uh, the Bleacher Bum Band. And, you know, it's just what you should do. If you would buy each one of us a beer... It, it's $3 a month. That's all we would ask because that's like three times 12. That's $36. And if you pay for it all at once, it, they actually give you a discount of like 10% or something like that. That's like buying us one beer each at Wrigley per year. You think you could swing that? That'd be awesome. Beer at Wrigley. That's our campaign. $3 a month. Do it. But if you don't have that kind of money, a dollar. And I know you got that kind of money because the stimmy just hit. So I don't want to hear it. Patreon.com slash Sunranto. If you don't, and also sunranto.com slash shopping, where you can buy the shit you were always going to buy, except you're going to buy through us. That'd be awesome. All right. Thanks. Peace. Who knows what they'll do? And, and you know, Sogard leading the team in hitting right now. <laughs> Just, you know, one for two or whatever yeah. he is. You know, he's bad 500. Uh, but, you know, I don't know what they do with him at that point because then you have the same problem that we've you had. You put one of his like kids out there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. Yeah. Put one of his kids out there no. at, as a uh, as as a bat boy, maybe. That although no, he can't be because he's unvaccinated. We can't have these these little super spreaders, Sogard children running around. <laughs> so um, I, I'm going to start back. We kind of did like rakes, flakes, throws, and blows. It's too early for rakes, flakes, throws, and blows now, any because we don't know who's. But but I will ask you, like, who do you have no hope in on your team? Uh, Urias, I think at short. I, I think this is an awful trade for the Milwaukee Brewers. We traded um, Zach Davies, who you now have, and uh, uh, Grisham to the Padres for Lauer and uh, Urias in return. And it's just Lauer isn't even he hasn't even broke camp. With the, I mean, he didn't even make it onto the forty man roster this year. Mm. And we started Urias at short because we're like, we need to give this guy a bats. We need to see what we got. And there's just not a whole lot there. Yeah. Injury prone and. I think what we're really doing is messing with Arcia, who we know what we have. This guy's going to hit 240, 260. He's got a great range, plays great, and he's a clutch hitter. I mean, he had a clutch hit for us again yesterday. He had the walk-off. Mm-hmm. The guy gets yeah. it. He's a good team player, and I would just like to see him. Like, put your shortstop in there and make him be there every day. So what, what, honestly, is, Arcia, what is Arcia doing? Where, where is he playing? Is, is he just It's going to be a platoon. He's getting reps at third base, so it's going to be him and Shaw – rotating there and then working himself in at shortstop as well. So it's a little bit of a platoon over there mm. just to see what we got with him. 
and I hope I eat my words, but I look at it as we signed Jackie Bradley Jr. almost to make up for the fact that we didn't have Trent Grisham. If we had Trent Grisham on that team, that money could have been spent elsewhere. You know, yeah. I mean, the guy in fantasy drafts, he was right up there. I mean, the guy steals bases. He hits, he hits for power. And I mean, they parlayed Zach Davies into a deal with you guys. And I think you're going to love what you, what, what you get with Zach. A consistent yeah. guy, going to make his start. He's always going to be there. He's going to win you games. You're always going to be in a game with Zach Davies. Well, they lined it up that you're not going to see him in this series. Uh, uh, and I think they might, sometimes I think they do that on purpose. Like don't, you know, let's, let's ease into the season to not see your old team right away. I mean, maybe they don't think of things like that, yeah. but I, I would, cause it's gotta be somewhat mentally. I don't know. There, there's something to it, you know, let's imagine, but he will be, I, I didn't like kind of look forward, but we play each other a bunch in the, in, in the beginning of the season. And, um, I have a feeling that uh, we'll line up soon against yeah, Zach. For sure. So I, I am bringing back, only for Patreon supporters, I'm bringing back the scavenger hunt, which is, uh, <laughs> is because if we couldn't do a scavenger hunt last year. I was very sad about it because we're not allowed to touch or do anything. Uh, but now we can kind of. And so uh, I have I have the scavenger hunt. And at, and at the end of the month, everybody that participates in the scavenger hunt they will be entered to win something. And this time it'll be a Matt Kammerer. It's one of the prints that I have of his. And I got a bunch. I got a Pedro Strope and I've got a, Will, uh, a Wilson Contreras. I got a couple of those. So if you will be entered to win, if you participate in the scavenger hunt, and all you got to do this time is snap a picture secretly of somebody that uh, you think looks exactly like Bernie the Brewer. And or no, no, d- just do Bernie the Brewer, somebody that looks like him, like out at the grocery store to snap a secret uh, picture of him and then uh, make a hilarious caption. That'll count for something and, about it uh, during the season and tweet it out in a, in, a, in a hilarious way. Tag me in the picture so I know it happened. Or uh, if you're a little bit more secretive about it, you can just put it on the Sun Ranto Ranters page. And uh, so that will enter you into the competition. Let's have a little fun with Bernie the Brewer and people that look like him, which is basically every usher at uh, American Family Ballpark. They oh, all yeah, are AmFam exactly field. Like, yeah, at AmFam. They're either barely alive or look like Bernie Brewer. Did they do this at Wrigley where they put all the oldest ushers over the age of 85 in the lowest section of seats? They do. Yeah. They do. There was one woman, and I think it's sad to say that I believe she has passed away since then, but she was fully down there with oxygen. You know, she, and I'm like, how does this work? Like, if you're showing somebody to their seat, like, do you just bring the tank with you, or like, <laughs> how, did, how does she get down awkward. there? Do they carry her down there? Uh, no, no, she can make it, but like, you know, she's still dragging this oxygen around, and like, yeah. you know, she was a very sweet woman, but um, you know, you're just kind of like, well, you know, I don't really see it really keeping people out, <laughs> except <laughs> unless I just feel bad for you and I won't fuck with you and your. How do you get? How do you get an access van into Wrigley after a game? You know, they don't No, I mean, you can't really get there. There's, there's and even with my mother yesterday, uh, 82 years old, I dropped him off. I could only get about a block and change wow. away. So I couldn't get right to a gate to even put, drop her off. So even if you did have access, access, maybe you could phone ahead and be like, Hey, I got access. Uh, I need to, uh, to be more accessible than that. Get you right to the gate. Um, but I think they just assume that you're going to have to be in a wheelchair and that you talk about it. Die hard, eighty-two, like forty degrees, 
going to opening day to see the Cubs that's coming right. out of the pandemic. That's a, that's a fan right there. Yeah, well, she's fully vaxxed, you know, yeah. and you know, I think she went. To, and my sister and her, they got a good picture of themselves in the quarter. There, they watched. They stood. They sang the national anthem, yeah. and uh, you know, they, everybody would have liked to have made it to all the way to take me out to the ball game. But you know, there's no reason to. We're all do doing that. it for the gram at this point, you know. Yeah, you do it for the gram. <laughs> yeah, you're just doing it. For, yeah, that's what my mom is doing it for. She's got yeah. a lot of followers. So, <laughs> a lot of followers. <laughs> yeah, it's, uh, it's very important to her. So, uh, <laughs> speaking speaking of weather, uh, it, this game is going to be outside at, in Chicago, Oof. and um, it looks like we got a fair amount of chance of rain on uh, all three days. Uh, the high is of sixty nine or no sixty seven. Sorry, that could be a little bit better. It was on Monday and Tuesday with lows of fifty four and forty eight, um, and unfortunately, those these are games are at night. I, I believe they start at six forty. Um, I did not check that because it used to be seven oh five, but I believe that they might have changed that now. But it is a it is, it is a Cubs Brewers series, so you'll probably change the game time or cancel it like three hours before the game. Oh yeah, or yeah. Like well, that. You know, you guys like to play with that as much as you can. Well, it, you have to. It's how you compete in the uh, Central because yeah. we can't we cannot compete against you know your cheating fans like that is I mean that is just some deep technology that you're employing it's really hard to to fathom yeah 6:40 p.m. and then the last game is a day game at one at uh 1:20 regular time but it it, it annoys me that because you know it's going to be it's 67 in the daytime it's going to be absolutely beautiful then the sun's going to go down and it's and it's going to be uh, that's that's when you're going to get the 54 degrees, uh, 48 degrees, and you know, and that's ugly. And then Wednesday, the day game where you have the most chance of rain, then it's colder, 10 degrees colder, it'd be 57 degrees out there. So, um, yeah, it's it's April baseball in Chicago. Like <laughs> you know, it, we do gonna, it every year. Whatever, yeah, we get through it. Yeah, well, they'll get through it. There might be some delays, is all I'm saying. So prepare. For that, or an awesome seven inning game later in the year. Oh yeah, that'll be beautiful. Or yeah. even maybe just two days later. Yeah. Uh. So and then uh, let's talk about the series uh, first. T- uh, the first game we got Brad Anderson, who the Cubs hate, the Cub fans hate, and uh, he's going up against Trevor Williams, our new little Pittsburgh toy. Did you trade for Trevor, or did you sign him? Signed him. Okay. So this is what Brett did against the Cubs last year. He was out there, he got knocked out in the fifth inning uh, after 87 pitches. He gave up two runs on five hits, walked two, and struck out five. And um, I, I'll take I, that every day. Yeah, exactly. From your number four, absolutely. Yeah. And then the Cubs versus Anderson, they they do okay. Uh, they're overall they got uh, they're batting two ninety. OBP of 323, slugging 452. Uh, you got homers from Marisnik, who probably won't even be in there. And KB, who's had quite a slow, who's, who's had quite a slow uh, start. He kind of always does. But uh, nobody's slow seen him much. Slow couple of years. <laughs> yeah, I know. Slow, yeah, he's had, a, he's had a little slow of a time since yeah. he won the MVP. Yeah, a little uh, <laughs> slow career, some would say. And another guy that probably won't be in there is uh, utility man Matt Duffy. Uh, he's seen uh, he's seen Brett Anderson the most, probably from his time on the West Coast, and he's three for twelve against him. So there's really not much to see here. Uh, not a lot of at bats against Anderson. And I and I was curious because uh, you know there's a lot of dudes that you know when the, when they're on your team they might be terrible, and it was a mistake signing stuff like this. They paid Brett Anderson a fair amount of money 
back when they did sign him in 2017. Uh, and then he was frustratingly injured. His nickname is the human wheelchair. Like, And I'm like, how is Brett Anderson done against the Cubs' lifetime? And look at this. Just awesome. He's got in the four games he's pitched against him. Granted, it's a smaller sample size, 20 innings only. Uh, a 266 ERA. That is uh, one of his best marks of, of anybody that he's faced. Uh, the Mariners are the only team that he really kind of owns with a 227 ERA and 134 innings pitched. The Indians he owns somehow, 43 innings pitched. But the Cubs are right up there, you know, and, and, you know, after he, uh, comes out and pitches five against it and it, of one run ball, then it'll be even lower. You know, that's, that's my, that's why I hate Brad Anderson so much. He's one yeah. of those dudes that will, that was awful for you. And you're like, this guy, he, he can't even pitch in the, the American Legion League. And then he just, he's going to be, do great for you. And it's so fucking frustrating. He's going to figure it out with the Brewers. And you really saw signs of it last year, but he had blisters and just couldn't stay on the field. But when he pitched, <laughs> surprise. Yeah, I know. But he had a great spring. And there's a reason teams keep signing this guy is because he has good stuff when he's going right. And I'm excited for him. I think he has a great bounce back year for the Brewers. And I think he fits in well with the Brewers because we're going in there and, we're not stretching these pitchers out. We're not expecting them to go four to six. I mean, we're expecting four innings out of them. We get four, we're in a great spot. And I think that's what a lot of people in baseball coming in the shortened season are coming in, and they're going to have to do. And I think the Brewers are built great for that because you're going to want to stretch these guys out, and you're going to want them for that stretch run at the end of the year. So Brett Anderson, come in, give us four innings, give us five innings, let Craig do what he has to do, and you fill that role for the Brewers. It's going to be awesome, man. Oh, and I God. It's going to be a long year, Cubs fans. Yeah, it is going to be a long year, man. Uh, but I really do like Williams, and you know, I I like I like that signing for you guys. Yeah, well, let's take a look at what he did against Milwaukee last year. He only faced him once, and it did not go well. No, we uh, we've had a lot of experience against this dude. Yeah, so, I yeah. mean, and so have the Cubs, and the Cubs lit him up. In fact, like I was kind of the I wasn't as sad about the signing of Trevor Williams. Uh, for the team, as I, I wasn't sad about that as much as I was sad about we couldn't face him anymore. <laughs> it was like very sad. Uh, so yeah, he gave up five runs, three were earned. He did strike out six over four innings against Milwaukee last year. And if you look at uh, the the Brewers' numbers against Williams, uh, Colton Wong just owns him. He's got a home run, but he's seven for eighteen. Uh, Orlando Arce has seen him a ton too. He's five for 16 with a couple of doubles and a dong. And Keston Hiura just yeah. owns Trevor Williams. Just I think, owns I think him. He takes Trevor Williams' paycheck every game they play against he him. He does. <laughs> he's four for, he's four for seven with a walk and three of those hits are home runs and the other one's a double, Dude. which gives him an OPS in a very small sample size of 2.625. Just fucking stupid. My God. That's insane. Yeah. Keston here. That's just, he just owns him. Um, and, uh, yeah, I don't know that, that I don't like the Cubs chances in this one. I, I don't, you know, we'll, we'll see. I mean, William's got a new slider, I guess. How good are the Cubs at developing a pitcher that's been on a team for a long time? He's been in Pittsburgh forever, man. They and haven't developed a single pitcher in a decade. 
Okay, so yeah, we should expect just regular baseline Williams. That's great. Okay, cool, yeah. cool, cool. <laughs> so we'll see. I mean, the, the word on the street is the hype out the Williams is hype man says he's got a new slider. Well, we have yet to see it play. The guy has flashes, and I will say he starts games hot, and then you know, second, third time through the order, like many pitchers, but especially for him, uh, they get after him. They yeah, just and- wait. And the problem with us is, uh, you know, we have um, our bull penis terrible. Yeah, we don't have much of a bull penis. How so, are you? How are you guys minus two twenty against the Pirates yesterday on the betting line? Uh, <laughs> you, you, I well, you mean we were favored? Yes, by, heavily, uh, yeah. heavily, dude. I will tell you. When I after That's, I got done doing my Pirates preview with Brian, yeah, when we decided that probably opening day looked like a shit show. Now I don't gamble on anything because you know I don't want it, that to be part of my life. I just I just said you know I could say very easily see that being a big part of my life, so I'm just not gonna do it, and then I won't have it be part of my life, you know, and I won't be a degenerate. But that was one game, and I was like, hmm, I think if I was gonna bet it. I would bet the Pirates because of that money line. Because yes. I, when I saw it, it wasn't quite that high or low, I should say. But uh, it, I, it wasn't, and I was like, "Oh man, I should just put ten bucks on this shit." Just, just you, you know, wouldn't I, I would have won two hundred dollars. Vegas, just your over under wins on the year, and just the line that came out for that game. I'm like, Vegas thinks you're the Dodgers. I mean, I understand they're the Pirates, but like, what, what's going on here? Yeah, and and Cubs had handled cool in the past. It just yeah. like, but but when we had talked about, but it was more about Hendricks, yeah. and how he lines up against the Pirates, and how we just do against the Pirates in general. Which is like, you know, if we're a pitch to contact team and we're not, and and those balls get through, you can very easily lose a baseball game, and and not one ball is hit hard. But instead. Freaking uh, their new de- dude that's probably going to win the rookie of the year, Key Brian Hayes, sent one halfway up the bleachers on a 34 degree day. Yeah. And like, you know, it, with the wind blowing Ooh. in. So it's like, and that happened in the first thing. And, and I was like, as soon as that happened, I was like, damn it. I, but I can't also with like a good sense of heart, like I can't bet against the Cubs on opening day. No, like I that's, know. you know, I just can't do it, which is why I just don't participate. Because if I was looking at it from a reality standpoint to try to make money, there's no way I'm taking the Cubs yesterday. I am so, faded. I'm fading the Cubs all year, man. I, I'm telling you this. Until Vegas figures it out, I'm looking to make a lot of money off of your pain. Off, so, off, yeah. off of your yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this I mean, if if we have a shitty April against the Pirates and you guys, like, I don't know how you recover. I don't know. If if we end up five games back at the end of April, yeah. I just I just think that that's a hole that you know, people will say differently, like, oh, a lot big long season to go. And I'll be like, oh, why do you even hold out hope? I don't they understand. Have, they have the Brewers at 83 wins this year. If you didn't hammer that over before the season, I don't know what you're doing with your life, man. 83. Yeah. Well, because they you know, they kind of figure that we have to play the West and the East this year. And so that you, you have to you have to beat them to get to any kind of 83, 85. But they also have you winning the division with 83 wins, you know, That's in many true. respects. So yeah. it's like, you know, because we're at like 78. So, and I would take the over on that personally because I think we'll at least get to 500. Um, so, so then game two, you got uh, Freddie Peralta, not Willie. Not and, Willie. Uh, yeah. And uh, he went out there three times last year against the Cubs. And he only started one of the games and went 
three innings and gave up four runs. But in his other outings, he went two innings each time, gave up one hit and two hit, but two hits, but over nine, uh, over, no, not nine. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. I want to tell you a story. It's a story about a scandal, broken relationships, gossip, rumors, money, corporate rivalry, and a broom. A performance-enhancing broom. My name is John Cullen. I'm a comedian, podcaster, and for 20 years, I was a semi-professional curler. And I want to tell you the story about how a single broom almost imploded the 500-year-old sport of curling. We felt like we were bringing a knife to a gunfight. It's the story of a superstar and his fall from grace. Oh, I was being dragged through the mud. It's the story of two brother entrepreneurs with a dream. <laughs> I said, that's great news. It's a story of intrigue. I still don't understand why we want to keep his name secret. The full story has never been told, so I'm going to tell it. Broomgate, how a broom almost killed curling. It was a year I'd like to forget. To listen to Broomgate, search for Broomgate in your favorite podcast app. That's all one word, Broomgate. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So, what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. I normally find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting, but Skims has changed that. You know I love Skims underwear, so I finally tried their bras, and Skims has delivered again. Skims bras are worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give, but what I wasn't expecting was how comfortable they are too. I've tried so many bras in the past, and the main issue that I have is that they weren't supportive enough, to the point where they felt slouchy. I love my Skims wireless form bra because it's so comfortable and supportive. The older I get, the more I care about actually being comfortable in what I wear every day. And with my wireless form bra, I no longer have to sacrifice my comfort for the support I need. Shop Skims bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes, 30A to 46H. 
Plus, get free shipping on all orders over $75. If you haven't yet, be sure to let them know we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show in the drop-down menu that follows. I'm not kind of right. Over seven total innings, he has struck out nine batters. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, he's... he's. A- I mean, the, this shows how much the Brewers believe in the guy. Like, they could put him in the bullpen where he's had so much success and he just comes in and strikes guys out and gets out. And we're rolling the dice with him again. We've tried three different seasons to put him in the starting rotation and, and let him earn that spot. And we're doing it again this year and we're really hoping it sticks. But it just shows the versatility of the Brewers that this guy's okay with it not working out and going into the bullpen and giving you those strikeout numbers coming out, pitching two innings. And we got Lindblom's of the world in the bullpen that can come out and take over Brent Suter's of the world that could come in and take over his spot in the rotation. So it's just a bunch of guys that are willing to do whatever they got to do to win games. Yeah. No, and then and council knows how to use them. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the Cubs, not a lot of experience against Peralta here. Uh, no home runs. Uh, Contreras and Hayward have, and Horner, who's not on the team, have doubles. Uh, but yeah, nobody has more than six uh, plate appearances against him. Javi and KB, uh, Javi's got a couple hits. Brian is 0 for 6 with three strikeouts. So it's, it's ugly on that side of things. And then, uh, the Cubs are throwing out Adbert Alzali. And, um, I don't even know who this person yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. He's a, he's a rookie pretty much. He's, he's, he's had a cup of coffee in 2019. Then in 2020, uh, he, he could have been sent down. They could, he has options. He could have been sent down. Instead, they chose to make him the fifth starter instead of Alec Mills, who pitched a no hitter against you guys last year. Uh, so that makes all the sense in the fucking world. And the only reason I think Alec Mills is not the one that they went with is because uh, Zach Davies is basically he's he's another slow baller. Yeah. So if you're going to go out there with three slow ballers, you know, with, with Davies, Hendricks, and um, and uh, Mills, I don't know how that plays. Like you want to show teams different looks over the course of a series, and you know, different speeds and stuff. So Alzali can at least toss it up there in the mid 90s, and then so that should help. But all he has as far as experience is an inning of relief in a loss. In a game he finished against the Brewers in 2019, where he walked two and gave up a run in a shit show of a blowout. Um, and uh, the only dudes that faced him did well. Uh, he walked Lorenzo Kane and Yelich in their only plate appearance. And then Colton Wong uh, from the Cardinals is two for four, <laughs> but he also struck out twice. So uh, that's the only experience. So, so you're saying advantage Brewers. Uh, no. <laughs> Yes, yeah, yeah, I would say slight uh, advantage Brewers yeah, as far as yeah. like a like Alzali's not that good. I mean, he could come out there and surprise you. I know he's playing for it, but he did not have a good spring. So somehow he made the fifth starter by having a shit spring. Um, it's 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 all really a head scratcher. I think in how uh, you just said you wanted to see what you had in um what's his name um Peralta Pera- uh, no no in um your uh, shortstop oh Urias Urias yeah, Urias. yeah. yeah uh, I. I think that's what Cubs are doing with Alzali right now. And if it doesn't work out, they can send him down again. So yeah. and they're just going to give him start. Yeah. yeah, they're giving him starts right now. And then we have our, op- our game one starters going out there for game three for the day whoop, game. Whoop. And that's Brandon Woodruff, who went out there against the Cubs last year and pitched a one-hitter with 12 strikeouts in seven innings on se- September 11th. Just, uh, you know, never forget. Uh, yeah. Actually, I'd like to forget that game. Uh, and then – 
it, Cubs did get to him in the other two games. They scored three runs over 4.1 innings on August 14th. And then on July 24th, the uh, first series of last year, uh, they got two runs off five hits. Uh, Cubs did uh, manage to win one of these games, and it was the one where he pitched five innings and only gave up two runs. So it, it was a 3 nothing, um loss for Woodruff. I really the, like oh, – Go ahead. Say, we got – I'll let you go, then I'll go. I'll okay, talk. all right. Uh, yeah, the Cubs suck against Woodruff. Uh, they're batting a total of 195 in 95 plate appearances, 622 OPS. Um, yeah, it's ugly. Anthony Rizzo is 2 for 12. Bryant is 2 for 13. Hayward is 2 for 12. Wilson is 1 for 8. Javi is 1 for 10. Hap, he's like the slugger of the fucking team. Uh, kind of. No, actually, no, I'll, I'll get to the slugger of the team. Half uh, uh, is two for eight, which is pretty good. The only guy on the Cubs that does well is motherfucking Jock Peterson, who's three for three with two home runs. There we go. So that's uh, our only hope. Kyle Hendricks, who will be pitching in this game, uh, is uh, one for two <laughs> against the Woodruff. So he is actually doing, he's got a higher batting average. Then Anthony Rizzo. So that's it. ugly. And uh, so, yeah, go ahead. What were you going to say about Woodruff? I know you're really high on this dude. I am high on him, but I, I, I was going to say, like, this is an interesting game for me because we have our two aces, I guess, the two top guys at the top um, coming in off of not great starts. So it's going to be two guys battling and wanting that first win. So I think this is going to be a really low-scoring game, especially with the weather, man. But I think it's going to be a duel, man. I'm excited to see it. And uh, Molly writes in, I'm jealous of Wheelow's optimism towards his team. <laughs> like, yeah, me too. Oh. Like, this whole time I'm like, yep. Fuck, I remember feeling you know that way. I was first, good. At Reddit, and I had the, this face on because I'm so used to people just talking shit. But there's, like, optimism for me. Like, and, uh, I, I'm appreciating it, Cubs fans. Thank you. Yeah, well, it, you yeah. know, it, it really improved. Like, when, when we were just doing the podcast, people really hated you. Because your voice is just like nails on a chalkboard. But like, oh, now boy. that they see how handsome you are, you know, they can't, you know, it's like it really just improved. Like, make your voice sound like honey now. Yeah. So, Sweet and then doctor. we're throwing out uh, Kyle Hendricks, who did not have a good start. I, you know, I'm going to attribute a lot of that to the Colts. Uh, that did not go well from him, for him. Only pitched three innings. So, hopefully, I mean, he, you know, once again, it'll be in the 50s, not necessarily balmy weather out there, but at least it'll be daytime. Hopefully, if it's not raining and doesn't, the game doesn't get banged. But um, here's uh, Kyle versus Milwaukee last year. He faced yeah. him twice. He's got our number. Yeah. And, you know, he, if you remember, he did pitch opening day, but that was in the end of July. Mm-hmm. Nine Ks over nine innings, a complete game, three hit shutout. Cubs win three zip. And he also won. He beat him on September 12th, and he went uh, 7.2 innings. And he only gave up two runs, struck out seven, uh, did give up six hits uh, and, and a home run. But, yeah, I, I think Kyle's kind of historically pitched well. Against He's historically pitched well, and uh, it was a dog shit offensive team last year for the Brewers. So I, I don't know how much validity I'll give to him. I mean, you tip your hat to the guy, but I think it will be a little bit more competitive against him. And every year we're getting more looks at the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. it. You know, and I do wonder like when the bloom is going to get off the rose on Kyle too, because yeah. they gave him that contract. And uh, Colton Wong has the most plate appearances against Kyle Hendricks, and he's done done quite well. He's batting three hundred, uh, no home runs, uh, but get, look at that! Only four strikeouts in forty four plate he's, appearances. He's, he's at the top of every list, Colton Wong. 
Yeah, he really is. We bring up, how did we get this guy? I, I have I no just, idea. How, yeah. did, how, did, how did the Cubs not even try? Yeah. Not even try. Um, and then uh, Travis Shaw likes hitting against him. He's got three dongs, and uh, that's three of his seven hits, uh, batting two fifty nine, nine sixty seven. I think you'll take that for Travis Shaw. Yelich has a home run, but overall he's batting only one ninety four, and he's seen him second most. Um, and everybody else is like pretty average. It, it, the one that doesn't see him well is your catcher. Omar Navarez. I don't know if he'll they'll even let him in this game because he's 0 for 11. You know, I won it, and the exciting part is we got uh, uh, Manny Pena. Yeah, who's not in. much better, two for 11. So yeah. it's a, all right. Yeah, but it's so uh, you know Lorenzo Kane is not good against him. So it's a bit of a mixed bag, but you you definitely uh, you've had a bunch of looks at him at this point. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean, as far as if I had to make predictions, like if I really had to put money on it, I'm not all that optimistic about the Cubs chances. I, I think I'm, I'm uh, optimistic maybe, maybe against Woodruff, even though he is your ace, but it, it's sad to say, like, I feel best about, I, I kind of like the Trevor Williams start new team. Yeah. Wants to impress. Uh, Brett Anderson, though, hates us as fans and wants to stick it in our fucking faces. And I will say, if this was against any other team than the Milwaukee Brewers, advantage Trevor Williams on his new team, but it's just a different uniform against guys he's seen a million times. So, yeah, yeah, no, I'm going Brewers 100% that game. So do you you think you're seeing that the the Brewers could maybe come in and sweep the Cubs? Is that what you're trying to tell me? That's exactly what I'm feeling it, man. Yeah, all these people are just tuning out left and right right now. You know, we we had four viewers now. We're down to one now. Just people are just like, I can't take any more of this. Yeah, (laughs) just gloating. One win, and he's just sitting here raising the banner already. Well, it's true. Well, I mean, Cup fans are already giving up on the season after that loss because it was really such a shitty, shitty game that, um, yeah, Yeah. it was just rough to. It's 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 rough to consider like that there might be good games that the Cubs will play. And and we got to beat Pittsburgh. Like, yeah. if we don't take two or three, if we don't win out this weekend, it, you know, they might burn the goddamn place down. You're going all in, and you got Arietta coming out. So what iteration of Arietta are you going to get tomorrow? That's what I want to know. Well, I, I mean, hopefully a non-injured one, because obviously he faced a lot of that when he was in Philadelphia. And, and I, I know he's going to get a huge round of applause, and people are excited to ha- have him back. But Yeah, that'll I fade quickly. <laughs> I t- I, but here's the thing is, I, I think I'd rather, I mean, wouldn't you rather have you, Darvish? <laughs> you know, I, I know I would. So how did he do? Didn't he? He pitched opening day for them, didn't he? Yeah, he did. I, I know they were up big, and then they had a big comeback it was tied at one point later in the game let me look it up real quick i know yeah. this is always fun for the listeners um yeah it's hey here's here's a guy doing google searches <laughs> i know um yeah it's i w- obviously would rather have him and said you pick up trevor williams and uh and an older jake arietta but i mean just for nostalgia shit sake shit i mean if you're going to give us something to watch at least we could cheer dude that we're used to cheering and have some kind of a experience with um and you guys wanted him back when he became a free agent, correct? Like, do you look back now and say it was the right move to move on from him? From a Darvish? No, from Arietta. Sorry. Oh, uh, yeah, I would say, uh, I would say it was. You know, judging by how it all kind of went down uh, in in Philadelphia, I think. 
you know, you, you have, you pitch under those high leverage situations where you're hitting the NLCS a couple of years in a row and you have an extended season. And then, you know, so you kind of throw the guy's arm off and a little, you just depended on him so hard. And then you're like, okay, well, how much, not a lot of guys can do that for a decade straight, you know? Yeah. And so, and I don't think Arietta's going to be expected to do that for us this year. I mean, no. And it's like, I'm looking at this Dodge or this Padres game, Madison Bumgarner, same thing. Got raked again yesterday. Four innings pitch, six turn runs, six strikeouts, just seven hits. It doesn't last. It doesn't last doesn't forever. Last. And, you know, the Cubs are like the Kings for years and years, especially when I was a kid. They'd like get some dude you'd heard of off another team, and you're like, oh, we're getting this guy. But, like, you're paying – you're thinking that you're you're getting the guy, uh, you know, that was in the World Series for another team a year or two ago and was the big hero. And you're like, oh, we got – you know, even even Andre Dawson who had an MVP year for us, like that could have really gone south. You know, yeah. that situation that could have been bad. Um, I kind of draw it a blank. I, it, it, like I don't know, Lloyd McClendon or somebody like that. You know, just like some idiot that you just like. Oh, he was good on the Reds, and then he comes out and then is, is no good for you. But um, great, great Brad Anderson is that kind of yeah. you know, but. Uh, so, you Darvish four innings pitched, four point two innings pitched, eight hits, four runs, four run runs, six strikeouts, one walk. Good, he sucked. He kind of yeah. sucked. Yeah, kind of sucked. And uh, Molly writes in again. He did not get the W. So thank you, Molly. Yeah. So uh, we got a, a message from Cubstradamus, just kind of looking forward into into the future. So uh, Cubstradamus sent this in. Cubs players are gonna get richer. But the Central's not a pretty picture. On opening day, it's just not okay to lose even one game to Pittsburgh. <laughs> you have it there, Cupshadamus writing in with the oh. with, yeah, with, and um, that's a, kind of disturbing. I do like his purple hair and fez, though. I think the purple hair matching the yellow fez is a good look for him. Was that a tongue ring? Yeah, he's got a tongue ring. I, I like that. Yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's a little cultural appropriated, um, you know, dot in the middle of his forehead, red dot. So I don't know. Either that or somebody's, uh, you know, aiming a, a a gun at him right now with a with a uh, what do they call that? A uh, you know a, a a pointer. What do they call? I'm not a gun guy. So if you've got a, oh, red, a laser know, pointer. Yeah, laser like a, pointer, yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. a laser pointer. But you know, yeah. on a gun, it's a sight. No, a sight's like what you look through. It's what you look through. Yeah, what's the what's the red thing? The, the, the sight of the scope, and then you got the uh, the laser. I don't know. I would just call it the fucking laser. Yeah, the laser. Yeah. yeah so he's got a laser on his head. Possibly uh, somebody's about to shoot him in the brain. Look, but we we just lost all of our NRA fans, and uh, we've been canceled due <laughs> yeah. to that not on his head. Those so. guys don't know their yeah. guns. They don't know the guns. So uh, yeah, so Cubs after they play. Uh, Milwaukee for three. Well, they got Pittsburgh for two more. I, I should say we are recording this on Friday afternoon, the second, April second, and previewing a a, uh, a a series that starts on Monday. But um, uh, yeah, it's I, Easter I, Sunday. We were busy. Yeah, we're busy. Yeah. We, we're we're doing egg hunts. Yeah. So um, yeah, uh, we're gonna right after that. Cubs go to Pittsburgh on the road uh, next Thursday. And they're going to be doing Pittsburgh's opening day. So that will be a day game. So that's kind of nice. We'll get a lot of day games. And then it's the weekend. And we got, I think, one more Sunday day game in Pittsburgh. So 
Good, good for us. Yeah, <laughs> good for I mean, Pittsburgh. They, you could really, they really uh, helped you out to get on a roll here. You know, you get to they did except for the we, yeah, ex- ex- exactly, except for we lost yesterday. And uh, so we're going to Twins, Cubs, Cardinals right out of the gate, and then Cubs again. So we're the opposite direction. We got some tough, tough teams coming up. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. You got to beat. You got to beat the teams you're supposed to beat. If the, the Cubs definitely need to win the next two games, I'm I, you know I know it's early in the season. People are like, ah, quit freaking out. It's early in the season. I'm like, no, you have to beat the Pirates no matter fucking what. And if you don't beat the Pirates and rack up wins against a team like that, if you go 500 against the Pirates, there's no goddamn reason that you would w- win the division. And let me tell you, you're not getting the wild card this year out of the Central. You're not. No, it's not happening unless they expand the playoffs because all shit breaks loose with. COVID or some shit like it already kind of did with the Nationals and Mets. Like that game got banged for opening day. Yeah. Got canceled. I mean, just sad. Yeah, um, they're not and, playing again until Monday at the earliest they're saying. Yeah, it's just yeah. so it's already a shit show over there. So Moving I'm getting vaccinated. I am I'm fully vaxxed now, baby. Yeah. You know? are, are you in are you a shot in yet? I'm uh, I got one shot in me, you know. All right. What, what you you go Pfizer or Moderna? I got Moderna. Oh, nice. Knocked me out of my ass, but I had COVID before, before and I heard that that's uh, part of it. So yeah, yeah. So did you get tested for antibodies and then at all to see if you had antibodies? My friends got COVID and they waited. You know, how they say okay, if you had COVID, you, you know, you got to wait fourteen days from having COVID to then get the vaccine. They don't want to give it to somebody who currently has COVID nineteen. Well, my friends did not do that. They just fucking went in with COVID and got the COVID shot. I'm like, well, oh my God. we'll see we'll see how this goes. <laughs> they're fine. They seem fine. I saw one of them. They're today, like, but, this is the cure. Yeah. I'm like, they're like, oh, we're fine. I'm like, you guys are idiots. Like what, you're you're what, lucky you're in your thirties. What's, like, what's the logic behind it? Like I don't know. I'm like, you had the antibodies. You could have waited a whole couple of months. They're like, Well, yeah. we Yeah, there's no logic. Like you, you probably could have waited a little bit longer, but you might you had it a little bit longer ago. What was it, about it a year? December. I got December. It. Okay. Yeah. Well, people stopped showing up and they started closing down the vaccine sites early here. So I was just like, screw it. I'm getting in line. Yeah. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. No, you- oh, somebody's knocking on my door. It's it's uh, Gavin Newsom coming to arrest me. Um, <laughs> exactly. You know, I always think of that song, uh, California, Uber Alice, California, Uber Alice. Um, that's uh, Butthole Surfers, I believe. Yeah. And, it's, it's, and it's like, I am Governor Jerry Brown. And I was like, oh, man, <laughs> nothing changes there. Just nothing. You can just, I am Governor Gavin Newsom. Yeah. It's just like the same fucking assholes over and over again out there. Just another pretty dude with his hair slicked back that wants to be president or former actor. I don't know, man. It's yeah, all bullshit. It's, it's all, all bullshit. bullshit. Yeah. So speaking of former actors or failed actors, I, I do have one, uh, this flexing cube from, uh, I didn't even remind you that we do this. Remember the Twitter, they were bringing up the Twitter comments and shit that you can yeah. find at the different blogs and stuff. Uh, but I did find, I did see what Cato Kalen had to say about everything going on. With the Brewers, and this was just tweeted out just a couple of hours ago. He he just gave me a little nugget right right there. Um, Cato writes in. They're always uh, so long, by the way. They're always so long. Oh, he does. I'm like, yeah. dude, yeah. get it together. It's like you don't have to use all freaking 240. <laughs> so um, it, Cato writes in. This is hot off the presses uh, based on recent news. As much as I loved, all capitalized, at Brewers, the recent cancellation of All-Star Game in ATL has shown 
has showed, actually, he said showed. Showed. Shown was the proper thing yeah. to say. Uh, that, that it's not for love of game. At MLB, you're disgusting. You made the game political and about wokeness. I hope the 25% of fans, fans are totally ca- capitalized too, that's weird, that are allowed in some venues become 0%. Big fail. And then he tags a couple of people um, from Milwaukee. Um, so beat writers, Drew Olson, I guess. He's- yeah, that's a Republican uh, guy. I think he's on 620. Okay. And yeah. on air KB, probably same thing. Yeah. So well, uh, I will support him and retweet him and make him feel important. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, so I guess he was responding to the fact that the breaking news today was that the All-Star game has been moved out of Atlanta. Yes, uh, because the players don't want to fucking play there because the they they're basically not allowing people to vote in their state if you're black. Yeah. So they're like, fuck that. We don't want to go there. Fuck the Braves. Fuck it all. Fuck all that shit. And uh, and, and Kato Kalen, yeah, Kato Kalen's obviously that really riled him up that yeah, they got moved to- from a city he does not live in, does not work in. And uh, is not going to go see games at, or was going to go to the All Star game. It's like he rather just scream a diatribe it. into his Twitter, into his phone. Yeah, I and mean, then it, hit send. Like it, exactly, he's like, dude. Well, he, he's just trying to stay somewhat relevant, but like you know, there's no better way to make yourself irrelevant than sounding. I mean, that 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 looks like you know Trump on oxycotton. You know, is is you know the, the randomly capitalized words. Strange teenager abbreviations. Uh, he just he just looks like a psychopath. Well, there maybe there's he is. Just, there's just such a correlation of failed sea level celebrities and their support for Trump. Like it's because they just they blame everything on themselves or on everybody else. It's it's not Cato's fault that he's not more famous. You know? <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, I don't know, dude. I mean, you, you really nobody would have ever heard of you if. You just, if you had never been a witness to a murder. That's true. He's probably listening right now, and we will be subpoenaed shortly, I would assume. For defamation? Um, yeah, for defamation. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, well, I might as well wait and make it worth it. You fucking I, suck, Kato. Your acting sucks. And nobody's to- ever seen you in anything except Sharknado yeah. 5. And fuck you. <laughs> Have you tried to get him on this? I've tried it. I, I offered him free bleacher tickets and he accepted. And then his whole jit blew up because half the people that are younger than me don't even know who he is. No, no. You know, like, you know, half the people that are going to Cubs games that, you know, they weren't even born when the Bronco chase happened with OJ and that whole murder happened. So like, and Cato is like kind of a minor player in that, that you would have probably forgotten about, except for the, he was such a dumbass. And he was like the stoned pool boy who witnessed a murder. Yeah. That, and he couldn't, and he'd be on the stand. And he's just like, he was high on the stand. And then he, he tried high. to, par- yeah. Then he tried to parlay it into a, a failed stand up career. So yeah, he just bad at everything. And uh, he expects, and then we, it was kind of a fun shtick for him to be such a big Brewers fan because you know it's just like there's not a lot of celebrity Brewers fans out there except for fucking Chris Christie, which who everybody hates too. So it's like you don't have a lot, you know. There's no. not a lot of famous people coming out of Wisconsin, you know. Like you, you might be the most famous Brewers fan if you just get one fucking good job on a sitcom, yeah. Eric. Chris, Chris Christie surviving COVID was like the biggest fucking disappointment. I've had, disappointment yeah. for people like that fucker could survive it. 
I'm not wearing my fucking mask. You know? Yeah, exactly. That, that piece of shit. He, he fucking survived it. What, what, what am I worried about? Yeah. Well, he did get like hospitalized immediately, but for after testing positive before even having symptoms. And yeah. I think he did have a rough go of it, you know, but he had a rough go of it with constant monitoring and shit, tons of money behind him. Yeah. I'm sure his hospitalization cost multiple millions of dollars, yeah. you know, to somebody. But you're right. I, I, I do need to become the, the famous Brewers fan and uh, I'm going to, I'm going to make it happen. Yeah, I, I don't have a prayer, dude. Like, there's so many famous Cup fans. Like, I have to get more famous than Bill fucking Murray to even, you know, and that's not going to happen. Yeah. Well, just get I'll more famous it. than Jeff Garland so we don't have to see him ever again. That just, seems just more to that level. Yeah. That seems more doable. Yeah. That seems more doable. Cup uh, fans hate him, right? Because. Yeah. And then, yeah. but then he went on uh, uh, Ian Happ's podcast and he, okay. and he was, and he just sounded like. Such a nice guy. Like, like COVID really sobered him, and he and and he, he wasn't like so annoying. Like he always arrogant, is, arrogantly <laughs> yeah. annoying, and just because when he goes on the radio broadcast, he he just really just takes over, and he thinks every, it, everything. Well, you know how yeah. stand up, you, you know a lot of stand ups, and they're always practicing their material on each other and stuff constantly. It's it, it's annoying. You're at a party with a bunch of comedians, and everybody's like trying to like <laughs> work their material into so the. He would, he would go on your shows and treat them like open mics. Yeah, no, he no, he's never been on my show. No, I meant like shows in Chicago. He'd go. Yeah, on yeah, he does. he does. He yeah. does. He goes on shows and try, tests out his material, yeah. and he he does like a really stupid Rod Santo impersonation, and he says. Acapulco taco pie and like just old jokes that nobody even understands anymore that you know that if you haven't really watched the Cubs for 15 years and specifically listened to radio broadcast 15 years ago that you're not even understanding his joke it's it's not funny it's not he's not funny but um but but then I he, he sobered himself to me on that last show so there you go see you you allow people to uh you know Come come through and you know change change their perspective in your mind, which is good. Yeah, I I, I did. Forgiving person. Well, even Yadier Molina, you know, after after he just kept getting older and acting like an idiot, and then he got COVID and all this shit, you know, and and he just started softening on me as as he started batting like two twenty and acting and you know just acting the fool. I'm just like you know. You kind of start liking your foils and your nemesis is, you know, it's just like, oh, I, I hated him so much that I turned to love that I, I, I loved to hate him. And I don't know what I'd do without him. <laughs> you know, Jeff Garland, I don't feel that way about though. Like, yeah. he, he can go. He can yeah. go. Um, so, all right. Well, there's our uh, preview. That's a long ass preview. I, I was going to go like a half hour, but you know, it's just like, you're too handsome to, to we, really turn we, off the camera. I'm just so optimistic about the brewers. I can't shut the fuck up about it. I'm like in the honeymoon <laughs> stage with a new girlfriend, you know? Yeah. It's like, we, we just fuck. started boning and it's fucking awesome. Yeah, you know? fucking six times a day. We're yeah. just in love. Then we ordered pizza and no one's getting weight. But it's yeah. incredible. Uh, this is this is as good as it's gonna get. You know, I know that it's it's only gonna go get worse from here. But uh, you know, well, Cubs and Brewers, they I, I don't like how we match up against you guys. I just don't. Um, shit, I don't even like how we match up against the Pirates. Yeah. But um, but uh, but that's John Baker's fault for going up there and teaching them mental skills. I don't know if you saw that he jumped ship, went over to the Pirates and gave Cubs all our secrets. So now we're fine. Well, are you riding the wave? Oh yeah, I'm 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 always riding the wave. I'm uh I, I catch I'm catching my wave, catching with, the wave. With, with the white claw. With the white claw, that's what it yeah. is. 
Yeah, catch my wave. Catch your wave, bro. So, uh, fuck the Brewers. And uh, I, as uh, Mr. David Kaplan uh, once said, Bukog or go Cubs backwards. <laughs> so, Spookog. Can you do I'll, it? I'd swerve. In Milwaukee, our cheesehead dummies yell a cheating ass and Pete Davidson is ugly. Your team sucks at baseball. So does your stadium. Ryan Braun and his fish eye pea samples. Eat a sausage and go dance a polka. Case of schlitzes and then wake up with a hangover. At Marcy's Castle, buy an overpriced cheese with a couple of bratwursts in the Uger seats. Out there tailgating in the rain, they complain about the cup fans coming up on I 94. Rolling deep, cause your tickets are cheap. Chicago's coming to Wisconsin, and we're hoping for a sweep. You take fourth place, or your playoffs are short. American family bullshit, we call it Wrigley North. Go, Cubbies. Mother's Day is almost here, and you can get her the most beautiful time-tested gift around. A watch she can wear every day from Movement. Whether your mom is into classic dress watches, rare and refined ceramics, or tried-and-true bestsellers, Movement has something she'll love. And right now, everything at Movement is up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale. A watch is a gift that celebrates all the time you spent with mom. And a Movement watch is even more than that. Movement uses industry-leading materials for their fresh modern watch designs, from technically complex ceramics to vintage-inspired style, all for an incredible value your wrist and wallet will both love. And with one-size-fits-all convenience and fast-free shipping and returns, it's a stress-free shopping experience. Save big on the best Mother's Day gift ever with Movement. Get up to 50% off site-wide during their Mother's Day sale at MVMT.com. Again, that's up to 50% off at MVMT.com.